the Bible Study Podcast, episode 629. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Nehemiah with chapter 9. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We still have a little ways to go here in Nehemiah, although I'll tell you right away that we're going to take a week off next week because I'm going to do a special episode because I'm preaching at my church this Sunday, the Sunday after this comes out, which would be October 20th. I'll be preaching at Bethel Lutheran Church in Cupertino. If you would like to join me, feel free to do so. But let's talk about Nehemiah. Nehemiah 9, the Israelites confess their sins. On the 24th day of the same month, the Israelites gathered together, fasting and wearing sackcloth and putting dust on their heads. Those of Israelite descent had separated themselves from all foreigners. They stood in their places and confessed their sins and the sins of their ancestors. They stood where they were and read from the book of the law, their God for a quarter of the day and spent another quarter in confession and in worshiping their God. Standing on the stairs of the Levites were Jeshua, Benai, Kadmiel, Shebaniah, Banui, Sherebiah, Bani, and Kenanai. They cried out with loud voices to the Lord their God. And the Levites, Jeshua, Kadmiel, Benai, Hashabneah, Serebiah, Hodiah, Shebaniah, and Pethahiah said, Stand up and praise the Lord your God, who is from everlasting to everlasting. Blessed be your glorious name, and may it be exalted above all blessing and praise. You alone are the Lord. You made the heavens, even the highest heavens, and all the starry host, the earth and all that is in it, the seas and all that is in them. You give life to everything, and the multitudes of heaven worship you. You are the Lord God who chose Abram and brought him out of Ur of the Chaldeans and named him Abraham. You found his heart faithful to you, and you made a covenant with him to give to his descendants the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Pezzarites, Jebusites, and Gerashites. You have kept your promise because you are righteous. You saw the suffering of our ancestors in Egypt. You heard their cry at the Red Sea. You sent signs and wonders against Pharaoh, against his officials and all the people of his land, for you knew how arrogantly the Egyptians treated them. You made a name for yourself which remains to this day. You divided the sea before them so that they passed through it on dry ground, but you hurled their pursuers into the depths like a stone into mighty waters. By day you led them with a pillar of cloud and by night with a pillar of fire to give them light on the way they were to take. You came down on Mount Sinai, you spoke to them from heaven, you gave them regulations and laws that are just and right, and decrees and commands that are good. You made known to them your holy Sabbath and gave them commands, decrees, and laws through your servant Moses. In their hunger you gave them bread from heaven, and in their thirst you brought them water from the rock. You told them to go in and take possession of the land you had sworn with uplifted hands to give them. But they, our ancestors, became arrogant and stiff-necked, and they did not obey your commands. They refused to listen and failed to remember the miracles you performed among them. They became stiff-necked in their rebellion, appointed a leader in order to return to their slavery. But you are a forgiving God, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. Therefore you did not desert them, even when they cast for themselves an image of 
a calf and said, this is your God who brought you up out of Egypt, or when they committed awful blasphemies. Because of your great compassion, you did not abandon them in the wilderness. By day, the pillar of cloud did not fail to guide them on their path, nor the pillar of fire by night to shine on the way they were to take. You gave your good spirit to instruct them. You did not withhold your manna from their mouths, and you gave them water for their thirst. For 40 years, you sustained them in the wilderness. They lacked nothing. Their clothes did not wear out, nor did their feet become swollen. You gave them kingdoms and nations, allotting to them even the remotest frontiers. They took over the country of Shihan, king of Heshbon, and the country of Og, king of Bashan. You made their children as numerous as the stars in the sky, and you brought them into the land that you told their parents to enter and possess. Their children went in and took possession of the land. You subdued before them the Canaanites who lived in the land. You gave the Canaanites into their hands along with their kings and the people of the land to deal with them as they pleased. They captured fortified cities and fertile land. They took possession of houses filled with all kinds of goods, wells already dug, vineyards, olive groves, and fruit trees in abundance. They ate to the full and were well nourished. They reveled in your great goodness. But they were disobedient and rebelled against you. They turned their backs on your law. They killed your prophets who had warned them in order to turn them back to you. They committed awful blasphemies. So you delivered them into the hands of their enemies who oppressed them. But when they were oppressed, they cried out to you. From heaven, you heard them. And in your great compassion, you gave them deliverers who rescued them from the hand of their enemies. But as soon as they were at rest, they did again what was evil in your sight. Then you abandoned them to the hand of their enemies so that they ruled over them. And when they cried out to you again, you heard from heaven, and in your compassion you delivered them time after time. You warned them in order to turn them back to your law, but they became arrogant and disobeyed your commands. They sinned against your ordinances, of which you said the person who disobeys them will live by them. Stubbornly they turned their backs on you, became stiff-necked, and refused to listen. For many years you were patient with them. By your spirit you warned them through your prophets, yet they paid no attention, so you gave them into the hands of their neighboring peoples. But in your great mercy you did not put an end to them or abandon them, for you are a gracious and merciful God. Now therefore our God, the great God, mighty and awesome, who keeps his covenant of love, do not let all this hardship seem trifling in your eyes. The hardship that has come on us, on our kings and leaders, on our priests and prophets, on our ancestors and all your people, from the days of the kings of Assyria until today. In all that has happened to us, you have remained righteous, you have acted faithfully, while we acted wickedly. Our kings, our leaders, our priests, and our ancestors did not follow your law. They did not pay attention to your commands or the statutes you warned them to keep, even while they were in their kingdom, enjoying your great goodness to them in the spacious and fertile land you gave them. They did not serve you or turn from their evil ways. But see, we are slaves today, slaves in the land you gave our ancestors so they could eat its fruit and the other good things it produces. Because of our sins, its abundant harvest goes to the kings you have placed over us. They rule over our bodies and our cattle as they please. We are in great distress. The Agreement of the People In view of all this, we are making a binding agreement, putting it in writing, and our leaders, our Levites, and our priests are affixing their seals to it. And so we get in this one chapter 
basically a summary of the relationship between God and his people from Abram to the present day, to the time when they have come back here to the land after their captivity, after the Babylonian captivity. And they summarize that. And did you see the great themes here? We get the great theme of the faithfulness of God and then the people calling out to him, him delivering them and them forgetting him. And this constant churn of people, first we get the mention of getting sent deliverers, that's the time of the judges, and then later on there's more mentions of kings because we get into the time of the kings where the kings themselves are leading them astray. And so we have this story, and the thing that shines through this as they're looking back on this is the faithfulness of God, that God even when they were disobedient in the wilderness, still fed them manna every day, still supplied them with water, still made it so that their clothes would not run out or their feet would swell, still was taking care of his people, even when they were unfaithful. And when they come into this land, this land he has prepared, this land he's prepared for generations from Abram up until Joshua, this land that was given to them, they still are enjoying the fruits of the lands, and yet, again, they are unfaithful. And I think for us, it is important that we have a sense of our history as they do here, and a sense that is unvarnished, a sense that says, I know what I have done right, and I know what I have done wrong, and I know that God has been faithful to me. And they can remember the Red Sea, and they can remember the miracles, and they can remember the deliverance, And it's important for us to see where God has been working. And I think sometimes we only see that by looking back over the long haul, looking back over our lives, looking back over the life of our churches, looking back over the life of his people, dating back to the time of the Old Testament, dating back in the Old Testament, to see and remember that God is faithful and to see and remember that God still loves his people and still wants to lead them and to have a relationship with them, with them, with us, and with those who come after us. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Hello, my name is Rachel Carmen, and I want to invite you to come over and listen to my podcast. It's called Real Refreshment. For years and years as a young mother, I chased after the wind, thinking that the world could offer me the refreshment I longed for. But it was only when I discovered it in the person of Jesus Christ that I really found refreshment. Come on over and join me as we dig into Bible study. I'll see you there.